0: Jesus prayed that we would be sanctified by the truth, and the Word of God is just that. Welcome to our latest installment of Bible Study on Reflecting Christ podcast, and may the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet, and a light unto your path. 2 Timothy chapter 3, we're going to continue in Paul's epistle to Timothy, his second epistle. And uh, this chapter, or Paul, begins to deal with uh, quite possibly what we are actually facing right now uh, in this time that we live in, in 2020. It's simply entitled, Difficult Times Ahead. And Paul tells Timothy, he says, But know this, hard times will come in the last days, for people will be lovers of money, lovers of self, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the form of godliness but denying his power. And then Paul tells him to avoid these people. For among them are those who worm their way into households and deceive gullible women overwhelmed by sins and led astray by a variety of passions always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth just as Janus and jambres resisted moses so these also resist the truth they are men who are corrupt in mind and worthless in regard to faith but they will not make further progress for their foolishness be clear to all, as well as the foolishness, or as was the foolishness of Janus and Jambres. But you have followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, and endurance along with the persecutions and sufferings that came to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. What persecutions I endured. And yet, the Lord rescued me from them all. In fact, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. You know, as a Christian living in America, I can't even... I I cannot even fathom what that verse means. For a first century Christian... And for a Christian who lives in, say, Syria or you know North Korea or China or you know somewhere you know in the Sudan, somewhere where they're per- heavily persecuted by the communists or by by uh, the the uh, Islamic religion, it's it's not even something that I. Can comprehend. It's not something I can even scratch the surface of, as far as the type of, of, uh, quote unquote, persecution that we face in America. That there isn't any sort of persecution uh, in America. I mean, you might get laughed at. You might get shouted down. You somebody might cuss you and scream at you. I've been cussed at, and I've been yelled at, and I've been, I've been laughed at. For my witness of Jesus in America. But I've never been hunted down. I've never had my rights stripped from me. I've never had my wife ravaged. I've never had my family killed. Uh, You know. It's just. So. You know if you happen to live in a country like that. Or you happen to have seen a lot worse persecution than what. You know. There is in America. And you know. You know if you have okay, um, it, and it may be worse somewhere here in America, I just, I've just never experienced it personally, but the point is, if you have, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, what's the word, I don't want to take it lightly, and I don't want to uh, <clears throat> offend anybody for the fact that I don't, you know, I just want to acknowledge that I, I know that there is genuine, genuine persecution. People genuinely lose their lives and are fearful of losing their lives, yet they choose to follow the Lord Jesus, and that is commendable beyond belief. Uh, one day, I foresee it becoming like that here in this nation and I pray that me and my brothers and sisters will be able to stand firm. Um, But Paul says, in fact, all, all. It doesn't just mean those who live in hard countries. It means all. And so really it just comes down to the degree. But again, like I said, the degree that I've seen and experienced It doesn't compare to the degree that I know Paul had gone through those in the first century and centuries since then, and even today in other countries. It doesn't compare. But he does does say that all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. And honestly, I think that it comes down to that desire to live a godly life, that desire to live a set-apart life, a holy life, a life that... You know, when you you choose to abstain from things, you know, it can cause even more and more tension, even within your own family. Paul goes on to say evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed. You know those who taught you, and you know that from infancy you have known the sacred scriptures, which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God, and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. pretty heavy chapter back at the very beginning paul says just be sure that you understand that hard times will come in the last days for people will be lovers of self lovers of money lovers or boastful proud demeaning disobedient to parents ungrateful unholy unloving irreconcilable slanderers, without self-control brutal without love for what is good traitors, reckless, conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God holding to the form of godliness you notice that still still holding on to some sort of form or or, uh, you know maybe confessing to be a godly person yet on the inside they're ate up with these things I I believe that's where we are right now in life. Uh, But the good thing is, if that is where we are, that means that the Lord Jesus is coming back. And He's coming back soon. And I urge you, friend, wherever you are, whoever you are, whenever you listen to this, that if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior or if you have been His enemy... Get on your knees and repent. Simply get on your knees and repent. You may have heard this a hundred times, a thousand times, and maybe right now, maybe today, maybe this time, right now, though you've heard it a hundred thousand times and you've scoffed at it every time, maybe right now the Holy Spirit is genuinely calling you and giving you grace and faith to believe that Jesus is god in the flesh who died on the cross and rose from the grave so that you can have eternal life so that you can live in the presence of almighty god and have a relationship with him in his son maybe the holy spirit is genuinely calling you and giving you giving you the grace and the faith to step towards him only you know that but if you hear his call do not harden your heart because you do not want to be on the other side of the line when Jesus comes back because with a sword from his mouth he's going to slaughter all all who oppose him all who oppose him there's no greater one to stand with and there's no more terrible one to stand against than the Lord Jesus, the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. Who can endure the wrath of the Lamb? Nobody. Nobody can stand before the Lord. And sure as He lives, you won't be able to either. I pray this blesses you in Jesus' name. Well, there you have it, folks, another installment of God's Holy Word. Again, if you want to catch us on Facebook, you can find us at Reflecting Christ Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might.